0: Welcome to the Optimized Mom Podcast, where we explore strategies for trading burnout, overwhelm, and exhaustion for simplicity, efficiency, and joy. Why? Because I want you to have the time and energy to care for yourself, have fun with your family, and share your sparkle with the world. Well, hello there. Anissa here from Mama Goes Beyond, and I have a question for you today do you have a hobby? A hobby, yes. Um, So I think a lot of times once we start to think about this idea of a hobby, um, some things can pop up into our heads that I'm going to argue are not hobbies. The first thing is anything that you do that you actually like... Profit from in terms of money. Um, You know, like I make some art and I sell it on the side. Or, you know, in my case, I like to sing. I teach some people to sing as one of my part time jobs. Um, That's a side hustle. I would not call that a hobby. Um, There's also these passive things that we do, like watching Netflix or playing on TikTok or Instagram. You know, that's staring at a screen, but that doesn't really get in with this, this idea of an honest-to-goodness hobby, something that is active and engaging that you are doing in your leisure time just for pleasure. Just for pleasure is kind of an important part because as soon as you start trying to profit from this, or even, I would argue, using this you know, as a tool to improve yourself or make yourself better, it kind of takes away the whole point. This is supposed to be fun. Now, the very first thing that's going to come up is some of you are going to say, leisure time, haha, ha, who has that? <laughs> and depending, honestly, I give this disclaimer, I feel like so often, but depending on the season of life that you're in, you legitimately might not have leisure time. And I will always give my follow-up to that, which is, A season of life is not supposed to become the rest of your life. So if you've got a newborn baby at home, um, you can save this podcast for later (laughs) or listen to it now while you're half asleep and, um, and come back to it. But if that baby is four or five now and you still have just found that you've fallen into this sort of drudgery of life being about obligation and um, sacrifice and constant work, um, I hope that you will keep listening and and, um, and think about what could happen to, what you could do to move yourself out of this season. So we have all sorts of, uh, of reasons why we can't make enjoying our life a priority. One of them is this idea of, oh, I'm just too busy. Um, we also might have that, you know, having a hobby isn't something that's that important. Having a hobby might be too expensive. That's just not in my budget. Um, We could say, you know, (laughs) in my life, I fear clutter as a minimalist. So it might be, I'm afraid that's gonna add a lot of clutter, either in terms of my schedule or in terms of stuff that I own. Um, You also might just not have thought about it. You might not know what to do. So today we're gonna talk about some some objections that we have to doing a hobby, um, excuses that we have for not doing it. Um, we're gonna try to shoot those excuses down and then talk about some things that you might do. Um, so the first thing is, uh, first excuse we come up with is, I don't need a hobby. This is silly. Um, I think a lot of us think that hobbies are for kids, hobbies are for retirees, um, and when you're in this sort of busy season of motherhood, We need to be productive, you know? Our children need us, our homes need us. We often need to make a primary or a secondary income to help support the family. And we're already exhausted from keeping all of those balls in the air. Um, But I think cultivating hobbies is what reminds you that you're not defined by your job. Uh, whether that's a job that you do for for money outside of the home or just the job of being a mom, a hobby is something just for you and it's going to refresh you, it's going to relieve your stress, it's going to bring you joy. I mean, heck, bringing you joy would be enough of a reason, right? <laughs> but there's also all kinds of other benefits that you could get depending on what activity you chose um your hobby can make you smarter it can help you express your creativity it can help you make friends and cultivate relationships it can help you maintain your health i mean come on those are some great reasons but it's also okay just to do things because they're fun and because you enjoy them we have this bogus notion in our culture that um that everything you know especially in in the space where i like to live which is this sort of like well, I mean, my podcast is called The Optimized Mom, right? <laughs> this idea of lifestyle optimization and of sucking the most out of life and in being productive. Um, you know, we, we go down this rabbit hole and we can start to get kind of mechanical about all this and sort of miss the, f- what is it, the forest for the trees? I, I just thought was coming out of my mouth and all of a sudden it sounded wrong. But in any case, we miss the point of all this, you know, as I always say in, you know, sort of my tagline for, um, my blog right now is we simplify things and optimize things so that you have the time and energy to enjoy your life, right? The point is enjoying it. So it's okay. Okay to just do stuff just because it's fun, just because you like it. And now is where I stop and give you the standard disclaimer. You don't need to earn your rest. You're worthy of time for hobbies and fun, no matter if your to-do list is done or not. Um, you know, and I think sometimes that that takes a minute to sit with it because our, our culture does not does not say that. You know, it's all about hustling. It's all about working. It's all about getting things done. And um, I think especially as women, you know, we're socialized to give everything to everybody. And then we take the scraps that are left. And, you know, that's so sad <laughs> and toxic. And, you know, when we think about it from a logical standpoint, number one, if you're giving everything to everybody, there's no zest and energy left to continue doing that after a certain point, you're just going to get tapped out. So you owe it to yourself and to your family and your workplace and your community and and everything else to feed yourself and keep yourself zesty and energized. But you also, as a mom, are setting an example. You've got little people in your home looking to you as their primary example of what it means to be a joyful and well-rounded human and they're going to learn better from you showing them from from you telling them or even you setting up that life for them um, you know a lot of times we worry about our kids having these fabulous opportunities and doing all this cool stuff but um then we're not and you know do you want to show them the example of mm, when, when you get to be an adult life totally stinks <laughs> No, we wanna show them what a joyful, well-rounded adult looks like by being one. So that's my soapbox for um, <laughs> for why a hobby is worth it. Um, your second excuse about why you don't have a hobby might be that you don't have time. Um, and so I'm going to first say that everyone needs time for leisure in their lives. You are not an exception. As I said a few minutes ago, certainly there are seasons, you know, if you are in a space in life where you've got the newborn baby at home, you're not sleeping at all. If you're in a space of life where you're working, you know, multiple jobs and, you know, also have little kids at home. I mean, you have smaller pockets, sure. But I am going to challenge you and push back on you a little bit here and say, if you truly feel that you have no time for leisure, look at your schedule honestly, because we all have 1,440 minutes in a day. And more than likely, if you're like most of us, you are wasting some of them on things that aren't serving you. And I would look to see, can you swap things that you are currently doing to do something that would still be leisure? but would be a higher value leisure. So I'll give an example from my own life. My <laughs> my nemesis is the app Candy Crush. Sorry, Candy Crush people, your game is fabulous, but I find it highly, highly addictive. Um, but it, I also find it incredibly relaxing. So often, if it is on my um, my iPad or my phone, when I have a few minutes where I didn't have anything to do, I will just sort of reflexively go for that. Um, So, uh, you know, if if you followed me for any length of time, you know, I I frequently will just pull it off and and go cold turkey and not use it at all. Um, And one of the things that I like to do instead is I have this sketch app on my iPad um, that is, is teaching you how to draw. It's also very, very relaxing to sit and sketch. Um, it's not as no brainer of a thing as me going into Candy Crush. Um, it's maybe slightly more difficult, but boy, I feel better about spending 10 minutes sketching than 10 minutes playing Candy Crush. Um, and so for me personally, that's been a no brainer swap that I could do. And it honors this fact that I would like to be learning to draw. That is a a creative part of my brain that I would like to use. It didn't take any more time in my day. It was just swapping out something that wasn't adding value to my life for something that will. So look to see if there are any super easy swaps like that for you. And if there aren't super easy swaps, start thinking outside the box. You know, could you simplify your meals anymore? Could you get your family to take over something that you're currently doing. Um, You know, could you keep a time log for a few days and look for where these little points are where maybe you could you could do something different with your time that would give a huge return on on the investment of time that you made. and, and we have this fallacy, too, that we need to devote hours and hours and hours a day to a hobby that in order to get good at it. You know, I think this Malcolm Gladwell thing from, um, gosh, ages ago about you need 10,000 hours to get good at something. Well, come on. Start with 10 minutes a day. Start with one minute a day. Doing something and build that habit of doing it and see how it grows. Um, so, yeah. It's important to do and it's worth your time. And you probably have the time. Um, Excuse number three might be that hobbies are too expensive. Um, Now, hobbies aren't necessarily expensive. There are some that are more cost effective than others. Um, You know, if you're choosing between a couple of similar ones, you can choose one that has less expensive materials. You know, I, as I said, wanted to do some sort of, like, physical art. Um, Oil painting sounds nice, but boy, that's a lot of supplies to do. So I got this little app on my uh, iPad to draw with. I also bought a sketch pad and some pencils. You know, it was, like, under $25, I think, and I got everything that I needed. Um, There are those of us, I don't know if you're this type of person, that really gets excited about buying all the shiny new things you know you're more excited about having the new stuff than doing the new hobby Um, i'm going to caution you especially as a minimalist i'm going to caution you against that when you're just getting started resist the temptation to buy all the things just buy the basic supplies Um, if possible avoid buying supplies at all you might be able to borrow something you might be able to rent something see if it suits you try it out Take advantage of all these free and cheap resources. You know, we live in this fabulous age where there's a YouTube video to teach you how to do anything. There are online courses that are free or cheap. The library often will have little classes or workshops or books about things. So try something out, get into it a little bit, see if you like it, and then you can start to upgrade to all the stuff. Excuse number four we might have about why we cannot do a hobby is that it will create too much clutter. This is one of um, one of my arguments about stuff. I hate clutter. Um, but, but hobbies don't have to lead to clutter in your home. You don't, as I said, need to buy all the things. You don't need the craft room. You don't need the art studio. You don't need a pottery wheel <laughs> or a workshop in your garage. Um, It doesn't need to mean that your house is a cluttered mess. If you have found in the past that starting a hobby has made your house a cluttered mess, you probably have have bought all the things. Also, now is when I can say, if you bought all the things for a previous hobby, You can push those along. You can let go of that part of your life. You can let that go. You can pass it along to somebody else who is gonna be delighted to receive your scrapbooking supplies or jewelry making supplies or whatever it is that you have that you're no longer using. Um, Pass those along and share them. Make space in your life for something new. Forgive yourself for that, you know, you thought you wanted to do something and you changed your mind. That's okay. Let it go. Make room for this new hobby. Um, And get creative if you do decide to pursue a hobby that makes you create things, um, because there are charities, there are people in your own community, um, there are friends and relatives that could really benefit from this stuff that you are creating. So um, I love, for example, there's a, a, a charity called Project Linus that will give homemade blankets to children who need them. There is a, uh, a charity called Send a Smile today that donates handmade cards to patients that are undergoing cancer treatment. So there are so many. You might just look for like if you have a craft item, Google donate and the name of your craft and get ideas for it and look for ways that you can share this stuff. And as I said, just because you own something doesn't mean you need to keep it forever. You've got buy nothing groups and next door um, free and uh, donate in your area. Look for people that you could share this stuff with, either the supplies or the things, or the supplies that you're not using anymore, or the things that you have created. Um, and don't worry about having things, uh, having clutter all over your home. <laughs> so. Excuse number five for not doing a hobby might be that you just don't know what you'd like to do anymore for fun. You know, I think as moms, we can get out of practice with thinking about ourselves and what we like, and we can really struggle to come up with like, what would I even do? You know, even if we've got past all these hurdles of like, oh, who has the time and oh, why would I want to do that? Who has the energy? Um... We just, we've just we forgotten who we are at this point in our lives, um, which is sad, um, but I have been there too. Um, you know, the world needs the version of you that is lit up and turned on, and um, your family needs that, and the rest of us need that. You know, we need more people that are not sleepwalking through life. Um, so if this is you, I just, I want to send you like a big hug through the microphone and just say, you got this, you know, let's find that sparkly version of you that I'm sure existed at one point. Um, So I have some little brainstorming questions for you um, to give you some ideas about what you might want to do as a hobby. Ask yourself, what did you love to do as a child that you haven't thought about in years? You know, when you were a kid, were you the person getting up in front of everybody and putting on a show, or were you the person that was trying every new sport, or were you always in the corner drawing or reading or whatever? What was the thing that you did back when you didn't think you had to have a purpose for doing everything beyond? This is really cool. I really like this. Um, Number two, you might ask yourself, what have I always wished I knew how to do? This is one that, um, that comes up for me that often sort of points me toward hobbies. Um, you know, I'll think about like if I'm jealous of somebody um, when I see them doing something, or if I think, oh, that would be so cool if I could do that. Well, why can't you do that? You know, you can learn. You may not be the very best in the world at something, but who cares? The point of something is not necessarily to, to be the very best in the world at it, despite what our culture tells us you know, that there's no point in doing anything unless you can do it right. No, there is, doing something just for enjoyment is worth doing it. So if there's something that you always wish you knew how to do, why not try it? And as I said, what activity makes you feel jealous when you see others taking part in it? You know, if you see somebody playing a sport and you think, ah, it would be nice if I had time to do that. Well, find the time to do it, you know? look for look for these pockets. And I, I think jealousy is a strong clue to you that that is something that you want for yourself that you believe that you can't have. And so go for it. You can have it. Um, number four question to ask yourself would be, what do you always say you'll do when you retire? Um, for me, I'm not looking for a hobby right now, but for me, I've always said when I'm retired, I want to learn how to play the cello. So if I were looking for a hobby right now, um, I, I might have to get creative cause I'm not sure a cello is necessarily in our family's budget, <laughs> but you know, I would look for things. Okay. So when I retire, I want to be more musical. How could I be more musical right now? You know, my kids and I are playing on. recorders. You know, money doesn't need to be a barrier to that. Um, Time doesn't need to be a barrier to that. Um, You might need to wait for the, um, the super version of your hobby someday, but look for ways that you can incorporate it right now. So what did you love to do as a child? What have you always wished you knew how to do? What do you get jealous of when you see other people doing it? And what do you say you'll do when you retire? Those will give you some direction for places that you might want to go. And like I said, you might need to not just pick a thing off the list. It might not be practical right now, like my cello idea, but is there a smaller version of that, a tiny version of that that you could do right now? Could you read more about it? Could you go see more performances? of people playing the cello or get a cello CD or learn about the Boeing or study historical cello players. You know, there there are ways um, to incorporate this stuff, even if the full hobby isn't available to you right now. Um, So with the blog post that went along with this, which is actually one of the most popular blog posts on my website, which is so funny, so funny. which tells me that you guys all want the, all want this too. Um, there is a big list of hobbies for moms, things that you can do inside, things that you can do outside, things that are active, things that are creative. Um, you can dig through that list. I will link the blog post in the show notes here if you need more ideas, if your list didn't give you what you wanted. But I urge you to take the time to get out there and have some fun. As I said earlier, the world needs you. The world needs you. We need you to be lit up. Your kids need you to show them what a well-rounded, happy, joyful adult looks like. But even if we didn't need you, you need you to live a joyful life, to enjoy yourself, to, to, to get beyond just this silly narrative that we have in our culture that everybody, and especially moms, needs to just be something that produces <laughs> and sort of survives daily rather than somebody that is thriving and, and enjoying her life. So please, it's, it, if it sounds silly to you, I urge you to try it. Try it for just a couple minutes a day. You know, think back about these excuses. Think what, um, you know, what you feel like is keeping you from, from doing more that is just for fun. And think about, um, you know, are there any limiting beliefs that come up as, as you think about hobbies? You know, that there's not enough time, that you don't deserve rest, any of those kind of things. Remember, those are thoughts that you could change if you wanted to. Um, choose a hobby to start now. Devote just 10 minutes to it. Devote, you know, it, it doesn't need to take over your life. Look for those swaps that I talked about it. Do you have a Candy Crush that you could swap for sketching? (laughs) Um, And know that this is worth it. This is absolutely worth it. Um, We want you to be lit up, to share your best self with us, to be zesty. And cultivating fun and enjoyment is part of cultivating that zest for life. So get out there and do it, mama.